Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Ujima Spirit Podcast. I am your host, Tika Taylor. Today's topic is water, the secret to good health. It's important to understand the purpose of water, how valuable it is to our existence, what happens when we don't have access to it, and what happens when it's not clean or safe. We want to look at water from a different perspective, see it with new lens of awareness, appreciation, and empowerment, use it as a tool to enhance our cells to facilitate good health. Water is very essential to our survival. It's one of our most valuable natural resources. The same way we can't live without oxygen and food, we can't survive without water. The human body, on the average, can survive three to six minutes without oxygen, three days without water, and up to three months without food. As we can see, water consumption is mandatory for life to continue. Yet most people are unaware of the importance of this vital fluid, which is the source of all life. The human body is composed of 60% to 70% of water. The brain tissues is made of 70% to 80% water. The lung is 63% water. The skin is 64% water. The human blood is 90% water. The bone is 31% water. The muscle is 79% water. The kidney is 79% water. And tooth is 8% to 10% water. Water is needed to help the body work properly. When the body doesn't have enough water or fluid, it becomes dehydrated and it's necessary to replenish this supply. The following bodily functions occur utilizing water. Process and elimination of waste through perspiration, urination, and defecation. Transportation of nutrients to the cells and removal of toxins from the cell. Production of saliva, tears, and earwax. Regulation of body temperature, balancing a pH level of the body, helping the brain use certain hormones, protecting sensitive body tissues and organs, lubricating joints, and spinal cord. Every day, we must consume the proper amount of water to make sure that there's enough to maintain the body in a healthy state. The amount of water we need depends on different factors. Age. The amount of water you're going to need depends on your age. Now children need more water. Babies and kids have more water percentage than adults. When we are born, our body has 80% water. By the time we're one years old, our body's water percentage drops to 65%. Gender, yes, it makes a difference. What gender you are, if you're gonna consume more water or your body is going to require more water. Now, adult males have 60% body water and adult females have 55%
body water. Males require more water due to higher energy expenditure and less body fat. People with more fatty tissues have less water than people with less fatty tissues. Now, activity level. You're going to drink more water or you're going to use more water based on your activity levels. The more you exercise, overexert yourself or do strenuous work, you're going to sweat more. Now, if you're sweating more, you're going to use more water to replace the water that you've lost. Now, your overall health. If you're healthy with no illness, you don't really need extra water beyond your normal daily intake. Now, if you're sick or you're taking medication, maybe you're using alcohol or drugs, your body may require more water because you're going to be losing water through urination because medications, alcohol, or drugs will sometimes make you urinate more. So because you're losing water, you may have to consume more water if you're sick or you're taking medication or drugs. Now your diet, it depends on your diet whether you consume more or less water. Now if you have a healthy diet of fresh fruits, vegetables, and juice, you're getting a large percentage of your daily water from these foods. So you may not have to literally drink water because you're actually eating food that are high content and water. Now, if you're eating processed food, fast food, you know, with high sodium levels, or you're eating a lot of grains and bread, then you're going to have to drink more water because you're eating food that don't have a high water content. Now, your environmental conditions. If you're living in a hot climate, you're most likely to sweat and overheat. So you're going to need to drink more water because you're going to be perspiring. You're going to be using water and you're going to have to replace it. Now, if you live in a cold or a cooler climate, most likely you're not going to use as much water. So your consumption of water is going to be based on your environmental conditions. Also, your temperature. Hot weather increases perspiration and water loss. You need to drink more water to replace the fluid you lose. If you're in a hot tropical environment, most likely you're going to be drinking more water. Now, it's reported that most people, they feel thirsty when they are starting to feel dehydrated. Okay, so they start to feel thirsty when they lose about two to three percent of their body water. This is most people. It may vary from 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 person to person, but for the average person, when they start losing two to three percent of their body's water, they start getting thirsty. Now, the thirst signal is your body's way of informing you that there's an immediate need for water. Thirst is a natural biological instinct to alert us to our body's dropping water level. Thirst can be an indication of becoming dehydrated. Some people ignore the thirst for water. Instead, they seek to eat other food. Even though some foods contain some water, thirst is the urgency to immediately consume water if it's available. Now, if water is not available, you have other fluids, you can use it as a substitute, such as natural fruit juice, Gatorade, coconut juice, tea, milk, or coffee. 
You can drink these things until you can drink some water. Now, clean water is a blessing and a privilege. Even though we can have access to water, it doesn't mean the water is necessarily clean and safe to drink. Dirty water is contaminated with bacteria, toxins, pollutants, or chemicals. These water contaminants can lead to serious diseases such as vomiting and diarrhea, which could lead to severe dehydration. Now, severe dehydration places an individual at high risk for symptoms, diseases, or life-threatening problems if left untreated. Many people around the world don't have access to clean water. According to the World Health Organization, one in three people globally don't have access to clean water for drinking, cooking, and bathing. It's difficult to practice good self-care and sanitation without clean water. Now, the World Health Organization also reported that 90% of the global population, approximately 6.8 billion people, use a basic service water source to collect water, which is around 30 minutes for them to walk to and from, all right? So 90%, now that's a large amount of people, 6.8 billion people, they have to go to a water source, which is about 30 minute walk. Can you imagine that? And we have the luxury, we have the privilege in some countries where we could just open a faucet in our homes and we get cold and hot water. Some people have a, a, a well on their property, like two or three feet away, and they could go get clean and safe water. So we are definitely blessed and fortunate to have access to clean and safe water. Now, most of us are. Obviously, there are people in the United States and other countries who still don't have access to clean and safe water. Now, another statistics reported by the World Health Organization is that Globally, at least 2 billion people use a drinking water source contaminated with feces, whether it's human or animal feces. That is incredible. It is just hard to imagine that there are people out there globally, 2 billion people or even more, drinking water that is contaminated with human or animal feces. That is just unbelievable unbelievable and we should be so happy to be able to have clean and safe water i mean we take this for granted when we can just take a cup of clean water and drink it or we can go buy us some water that is a blessing that is such a blessing so water is a precious commodity it's more valuable than gold oil diamond or any other treasure Without it, life can't exist. We do take it for granted because most people don't understand the value of water. What it really brings to us. Water is the secret of good health. Using clean and safe water promotes numerous benefits, which gives us the ability to live healthy and productive lives. We are so fortunate and blessed to live in a community with clean water. 
We don't have to constantly have to boil our water to prevent waterborne diseases. We don't have to worry about chemicals such as lead, arsenics, or other heavy metals. Our water, our water supply is treated to remove contaminants that are known to cause problems, such as gastrointestinal sickness, nervous system disorders, reproductive problems, chronic disease, or even cancer. Now, some of these contaminants can cause organ damage or kidney failure. Now, there's a high standard for our drinking water supply. Now, however, at some point, there has been some problems with the quality of our water from some government facilities, private wells, and bottled water companies. So yes, overall, we do have a great water cleaning system, but there are exceptions. We do encounter problems. Now, research disclosed that 93% of the bottled water brands sampled all show traces of microplastic. Yes, water bottles exposed to high temperature or stored for a long period of time can release dangerous chemicals such as BPA into the water. BPA has been linked to some serious health problems such as fertility problems, brain developmental issues, heart problems, and cancer. Tap water companies have to adhere to EPA standards, undergo testing to report contaminant levels, provide quality consumer reports, and disclose their water source. Now, it's your right to know the safety status of your water supply, whether it is from the government or a private company. Tap water or bottled water. People are buying a home filter device to make sure their water is properly cleaned, sanitized, and processed. These water purification systems, known as water filtrations, do the following. They remove chlorine and other chemicals, remove microorganisms such as viruses, bacteria, and parasites, remove pesticides and other chemicals used in the agricultural industry that can sip into water supplies. It remove particular sediments and plastic. Remove heavy metals such as lead, mercury, and chromium, all right? So it's very important that if you live in a community that you think that the water supply is not safe, you can purchase a water purification system. And that water will be filtered of all the pollutants and contaminants. So you don't have to trust the government or a private company. You could actually take control of the situation and filter and purify your own water. All right. Now, it's no secret that the government officials in Alabama, North Carolina, Texas, Michigan, Chicago, and other states have neglected the water system in black neighborhoods. Now, this governmental neglect has failed these communities of color, exposing them to water contaminants. The Environmental Protection Agency reported that millions of Americans are drinking water supply in low-income minority areas. 
All right, very important. They're drinking water supplies that are not in the best of shape. Now, this is a public health issue. There are no resources allocated to these communities to upgrade old infrastructures and pipes. Local residents in these areas have gotten sick from contaminated water. Water was contaminated with feces from the sewage line. Industrial pollutants from factories, agricultural chemicals, and lead from corroded pipes. Now it's very sad and unfortunate that some black Native Americans and Hispanic communities are reflective of some third world countries plagued with no access to clean and safe water. It makes no sense. Not that it's acceptable for these third world countries to be in this condition. No, it's not acceptable at all. But these countries are talking about how powerful they are, how rich they are, how technically advanced they are, but yet they're no better than the countries that they talk about. They don't, they, they're not practicing a better water cleaning system than the third world countries that they badmouth, that they talk about. So we can hold them accountable because they do have the money, they have the technology, you know, they have what it takes to clean the water supply, but yet in the communities of people of color, they're not doing it. They're not doing it. Now there are still 6.1 million lead service water pipelines in these communities of colors that are serving 15 to 22 million people. So I'm gonna repeat that. They are still 6.1 million lead service water pipelines. 6.1 million in the communities of people of color serving 15 to 22 million people. So 15 to 22 million people are exposed to lead because of these lead pipelines. Now this is a tragedy. Hundreds of black children and poor children are suffering from lead poison in the United States. Now what are the symptoms of lead poisoning? Abdominal or joint pain, constipation, nausea, vomiting, learning disability, fatigue, hyperactivity, insomnia, memory loss, developmental delays, neurological changes, even death when there's high level of lead. So before I start talking about the benefits of water, I wanted to just bring it to everyone's attention that in the United States, and I'm sure in other industrialized or technically advanced communities, not everybody is receiving clean and safe water. Not everybody. For the most part, the majority of people are receiving clean and safe water. But unfortunately, we do have, quote, minority communities, black people, Hispanic people, Native Americans, who are still living with unclean and unsafe water. So this is not a problem that happens in the third world. Because sometimes when you hear people from Western countries talk, they act as if they're so civilized and they're so advanced that these problems are just for third world countries, that it doesn't happen in westernized countries, which is a lie. The statistics show that not everyone is receiving clean and safe water. 
Even the environmental agencies are disclosing this problem. So it is a serious problem. Even though water is definitely important and it is the source of good health, we have a large population who are not given access to this water that can give them good health. That water is poison to them. That water is water is causing them to be sick. That water is polluted. So it's very important in those communities that someone speak up and get the government involved, get the community involved, get the religious people involved, get the social activists involved to address this problem because water is the secret of life. But if you have polluted water, it's going to cause sickness and death. All right. So something that's so valuable, we can't play around with it when there is the resource available to make sure that we get clean and safe water. So I just wanted to put that out there so people could get involved in their communities or even help people in those communities. Even if you don't live in one of the communities where there's a high level of lead or there's contaminated water, you can actually make it your business. If you wanna be an activist, you wanna advocate for people to have access to clean water, please get involved in these communities. All right, we got that out the way because it's very important, access to water. We need water, but how do we access it? We have to access it. Now let's talk about the benefits of clean and safe water. Again, the topic is water. It is the secret to good health. So let's find out, okay? Now water relieves fatigue, very important. Many people are unaware that one of the first signs of being dehydrated is feeling fatigue. Heart works harder to pump oxygen to the blood and to your organs. And if you don't have water, you're going to feel fatigued and you're going to feel tired. So the opposite of that, once you have water, you feel energized, you feel alive, you feel that you're back to yourself. So that water gives you the nutrient that you need in terms of the energy that your cells need, okay? It brings the oxygen to your blood and to the rest of your body so you can start working more efficiently. So what are the benefits of water? That it energizes you. It brings you back to life. The same way when you see a dry plant and you pour some water on that dry plant, do you see how it comes back to life? Water gives us life. So one of the benefits of water is that it gives us life. It hydrates. It energizes us. Now. Water also relieves headaches. Now the brain needs a lot of water to function properly. Headaches can also be a sign of dehydration. Water also help with regular headaches not related to dehydration. So water helps us by feeding our brains. It helps our brain function. It's not feeding it in the sense that it's giving it food, obviously not. It's feeding it with nutrients. It's allowing the brain to function properly. So a person who doesn't have enough water, one of the signs of them being dehydrated is that they're going to have a headache. They're going to have a headache. All right. So the opposite is if you have enough water, 
it prevents headaches. It prevents the brain from not working properly. So water gives you good health. Now, water helps with digestion and prevent constipation. Drinking water helps with breaking down the food in your gastrointestinal tracts. Drinking adequate water prevents constipation. The body doesn't have to use the water in your stool for hydration. Okay? It helps produce regular bowel movement. So that is definitely something that keeps you healthy if you have normal, regular bowel movement. If you're constipated, mm, you're going to feel bad. You're going to have bloating feeling, gassy feeling. You're going to be discomfort all in your stomach. So obviously, water helps with your digestion and it helps you process your food. It helps you feel better. So that's definitely a benefit that we have from drinking water. It helps us produce regular bowel movement. Now also drinking water helps with your weight loss. It boosts your metabolism. It breaks down fat cells and increases the rate your body burns fat. And it also helps you control your appetite because when you're hungry, you really may be thirsty. So try this, when you're hungry, just drink some water and see if you feel better. Because every time you're hungry and you drink water, then you're not consuming extra calories. Now when you're actually hungry and you're ready to eat, then you can eat. But for the most part, in between meals, try drinking water. Now, removes toxin from the body. Drinking adequate water helps the body, removes waste through the urine, all right, and it allows the kidneys to function properly. So it's very important that we drink water because it helps keeps our kidneys working properly. Now it also helps the brain function. Water helps the brain become more alert and enables you to focus better. And it also prevents certain neurological disorders. Now water helps prevent muscle cramps. Drinking adequate water keeps the muscles flexible and more elastic. It also keeps the joint lubricated, right? Water keeps the skin healthier. Water hydrates your skin and prevents dryness, dullness by improving blood circulation. Water also helps the skin stay younger, smoother, and glowing. It also moisturizes the skin and reduces acne. Another great benefit of water is that it lowers your blood pressure. Drinking adequate water helps more fluids leave the blood vessels. This causes the blood vessels to relax, which lowers your blood pressure, reducing your risk of strokes and heart attacks. Okay, And it also flushes excessive salt out of the body, especially for the people who like to eat high sodium food, fast food, processed food, canned food. Those type of foods have a lot of salt. So if you drink a lot of water, it helps flush all that excessive salt out of your system. Now, water increases your energy level. Like I said earlier, repeating it, it provides the cells with natural boosts of energy. See, most people end up drinking coffee or energy drinks, which contain lots of caffeine. But caffeine can cause dehydration and later on, it can just make you have an energy crash. 
because it wears off, right? But if you drink water instead of coffee, tea, or energy drink, you have a natural boost of your energy level and you don't have to worry about crashing later on because all that stimulant is out your system. Now, water decreases the risk of developing certain types of cancer, leukemia, colon, and bladder cancer. Because water helps remove toxins from the body and cells. They doesn't build up and accumulate in the body. Now, water also helps with your eye health. It helps with eye moisture and lubrication. Now, water helps improve your moods. Drinking adequate water helps replenish serotonin, which is a neurotransmitter that improves your mood and prevents depression. That's pretty good. Now, water improves the quality of your sleep. Water helps the body produce more melatonin, which is a neurotransmitter that is responsible for regulating your sleep pattern. So we just talk about all the great benefits of drinking water, some of the benefits, because there are a whole lot more benefits from drinking water. Because without water, you have bad health. Without water, you get sick, all right? So let's talk about what causes dehydration, okay? The purpose of you drinking water is to keep your body hydrated. It's very, very important. I always talk about self-care. Always practice good self-care. And one of the ways that we practice great self-care is drinking water because water is the secret to good health. Water will definitely help you improve your health on all levels, all right? So what are the causes of the body becoming dehydrated? Okay, dehydration is when the body loses excessive amounts of fluids and those fluids are not replaced, okay? Now, exercising. If you're exercising excessively, and you're losing excessive perspiration, meaning that you are sweating profusely, that will cause the body to dehydrate. You've lost a lot of fluids and you haven't yet replenished it. That will cause your body to dehydrate. Now we're talking about simple things that we can do to maintain good health, using water to maintain good health. Very simple things, like if you're exercising, make sure that you drink water, all right? If you're going to sweat excessively, it's hot outside, okay? You're exposed to the sun, please just drink some water. Bring some water to make sure that you stay hydrated because excessive sweating because of hot weather and sun exposure and excessive exercise definitely are some of the reasons why people dehydrate. Now medication, if you're taking medication, some medication have a diuretic effect. It makes you urinate a lot. That medication make you go to the bathroom all the time. And if you're urinating all the time, what happens is that you end up losing a lot of water. And if you're losing a lot of water, you need to do what? You need to replace that water. So some type of prescription medication can definitely cause dehydration. Now this happened to the elderly because they are taking several different medication 
and sometimes they forget to drink water or they don't have access to water right away. Maybe they have to get up, they can't get up because they have pain in their legs and sometimes they just forget to drink water. In addition, they're taking these diuretics and because of that, they end up losing a lot of water and not replace it. So that's the reason why we see a lot of elderly suffer from dehydration. All right, vomiting. If you're vomiting or you have diarrhea, you're losing electrolytes. And what can cause vomiting and diarrhea? You have food poison, stomach viruses, or you just ate something bad, all right? Because of that, you end up throwing up or having diarrhea, you lose so much water. The water has electrolytes. And if you're not replenishing it, then you can become dehydrated. Having a fever, fever, all right? Your temperature increases to fight infection. The body process more water when you have a fever. So now you're losing more water. So if you have a fever, make sure that you stay hydrated, that you drink enough water. Now, anytime you have an increased urination, it could be due to a disease such as diabetes, medication, Whatever the reason may be, if you have an increase in urination, you have to increase your water because you're losing more water, so you have to replace it. Now, if you're drinking alcohol, all right, definitely you can increase your water because alcohol acts like a diuretic and it makes you go to the bathroom a lot. So you're drinking, you're thinking that you hydrated because you're drinking, but alcohol is not considered a fluid that hydrates you. It does the opposite. Alcohol dehydrates you. So it's very important that you drink water to help you process, you know, that alcohol and to cleanse you out, okay? Cleanse you out and then you replace it. Now stress, body stress hormones increase, which can place a strain on the body. It increases the heart rate, you know, gives you fatigue and headaches. So the body has to work harder and it requires more water. So if you're under a lot of stress, make sure that you increase your water intake because the body is using more water because it's under a lot of pressure. You have that stress hormone, that cortisol, that stress hormone increases the strain on your body. So it's gonna use more water. Pregnancy. Okay, some women experience maternal overheating. Okay, pregnant women need more water. Now, if you're not eating enough fruits and vegetables, you don't have that in your diet. You're eating more fatty food or food that is low in water content, that can cause you to become dehydrated. High sodium diet, too much salt. Your kidney is trying to get rid of the excessive salt, excessive sodium by causing you to urinate frequently. So that becomes a problem. So these are some of the things that can cause you to dehydrate. So it's very important that you pay attention to these things. Okay, it's very simple. I mean, it's not complicated, but because of the lack of knowledge and awareness, a lot of people are becoming dehydrated and they're losing their good health. They're damaging their health and they're setting themselves up for chronic illnesses or acute disease, all right? 
Dehydration is a serious problem because ultimately you can die. You can go into a coma and you could die if you become severely dehydrated. You have mild dehydration and you have severe dehydration. Now, what's the difference? See, mild dehydration, just need to increase your water by consuming some more liquids. You know, you can drink water, you can have some coconut water, Gatorade. If if no water is available, all you gotta do is drink some natural juices. That is a mild dehydration. You just need a little bit of water. But severe dehydration, you may need some medical intervention. You know, I mean, severe is extremely low. Your, your water is extremely low. You have low oxygen in your blood, possible damages to your tissues or vital organs. Your vital organs are your brain, your kidney, and your liver. Okay, so the treatment is restore lost water and mineral, mineral salt, sodium and potassium. Drinking fluids and oral rehydration solutions. In severe cases, you may need medical intervention. They may have to give you an IV intravenously. All right, so you have mild dehydration and you have severe. Now, let's talk about the signs of dehydration. The signs, what are the signs? Because these are the symptoms. All right, some of these can be indication of mild or they can be indication of severe dehydration. Okay, I mean, the initial sign that you possibly may be dehydrated and you need more water is just the fact that you're thirsty. Okay, the minute that you feel thirsty, that's an indication that your water level is low. Okay, so you need to go and get some water. Don't go eat food. Don't go drink liquor and coffee and energy drinks. Go drink some water. Now, if you don't have any water available, then of course you could use juice, milk, tea, and other fluids. All right, but a sign of dehydration is you're thirsty. The other sign is weakness. You have muscle fatigue, sluggish, you feel lethargic. All right, these are signs of dehydration. Heart palpitation, high pulse rate, Okay, your heart is beating fast. Your pulse is racing. That is a sign of dehydration. A lot of people don't understand that. They feel an increase of heartbeat and they don't know what's wrong, especially if they're working out, if they're outside in the hot sun. All right, they're straining, they're doing hard labor. They don't realize that they need to stop and drink some water if they feel this heart palpitation, a high pulse rate, because that is a sign of dehydration. Dizziness, people start feeling dizzy or lightheaded, not enough blood flow and oxygen to the brain. Dizziness and lightheadedness is definitely a sign of dehydration. So if you start feeling dizzy and lightheaded and you're out in the sun, you're sweating profusely, Go find you a nice shaded area and drink some water. Cool down, wash your face, start to hydrate your body. Confusion, foggy in the mind. You can't focus or concentrate. That is definitely a sign of dehydration. Low blood oxygen level. Seizure, that's when you have severe 
dehydration. When a person lost so much body water that they just pass out or they start having seizures. No tears, especially in children. If you see a child's crying and no tears is coming out, it could be a sign that they are dehydrated. They have dry lips, dry mouth, swollen tongue, dry throat, or dry nose. Okay, you have a thick feeling in the mouth, all right? If your mouth is dry, your lips are dry, your tongue is dry, your nose is dry, that means you have no water in your body. You have low, low water levels and you need to get hydrated. That is definitely one of the signs that you are dehydrated. Muscle cramps, spasms, muscle spasm. You have calf muscles, side of your abdomen. You have this pain. It feels like a heart attack, especially around your chest area. Some people have to call the ambulance because they think they're having a heart attack. They have a muscle cramp, a muscle spasm. That's serious and scary, but this can be a sign of dehydration. Now, constipation. Water is needed for processing stool. If you're constipated, that could be a sign. Sometimes people don't pay attention to that. But if you notice that you're not drinking enough water, you get constipated, and that's a sign of dehydration. All right? Okay, headaches. Dry skin. You have dry skin, that means it could be a sign of dehydration. Blurry vision. Definitely, you can have blurry vision. Bad breath. You have less less saliva in your mouth, and that can cause you to have bad breath because the bacteria are building up in your mouth. Okay, fever and chills. Some people can have fever and chill-like symptoms. Right, it's hard to maintain a normal body temperature once you are dehydrated. If you are dehydrated, you may feel like you have fever and chills. All right, now you can have a fever if you have an other illness, definitely, but if you feel feverish-like and a chill, it could also be a sign of dehydration. It is very important that you pay attention to these symptoms because they can save your life, all right? And some people have sugar cravings too. It's kind of a weird symptom of dehydration, but some people actually do feel that. Some people actually feel that sugar craving. They're just craving. They just want to eat something. They just want to eat something. They're not sure what it is they want to eat, but sometimes, you know, they crave sugar. Now, let's talk about how to stay hydrated. Drink water daily at least 64 ounces. Average person drinks between four to six cups of water daily. Now, eat fruits high in water content, like watermelons, orange, apples, celery, cherry tomatoes, cantaloupes, and carrots. Don't make it a habit to replace your water with coffee, tea, or soda. It's very important. It's very important that you drink water. I'm not saying don't drink coffee, tea, or soda if that's what you prefer, but make it a habit to drink water. Now establish a regular water routine to make sure you're drinking enough water. 
Like in the morning, before you wake up, have a glass of water. Okay, when you first wake up, rather. Can't, not before you wake up, before you actually physically get out of bed, you have that water right there ready to drink. All right? You just open it, the bottle of water, or have a cup of water, and you drink it. Okay? Now, also cook with food with high-quality salt because that salt has minerals to help in hydration. All right? Now, some people have a hard time drinking water because they don't like the no flavor because they want to taste some type of flavor in their mouth. And that's the reason why they don't want to just drink water. Now, we do have a solution for that. It's very simple. You can put different type of flavors in your water. You can put natural lemon or lime because that will kind of give that water some type of flavor. And that will encourage you to drink more water. Some people can add different fruits in their waters. They can just add a piece of cantaloupe, strawberries, blueberries, you know, watermelon. You can add whatever you want, cucumbers. You could just add a fruit and let it sit overnight and that flavor will, will be released overnight and you could actually taste that in the water, taste that fruit. Or you can put vegetables if you like. If you want to put beets, whatever you like, celery, whatever you want, you can put it in the water so you can give it that taste. Okay? So there's many ways you can encourage yourself to drink water. Some people like to drink tea, non-caffeinated tea. You know, there's natural herb tea that you can drink. Ginger tea, turmeric tea, mint tea. There's different types of teas that's pretty healthy for you. Just natural tea, lemongrass, okay, raspberry tea. You can drink any tea. You know, whatever helps you consume more water. It's very important that you replenish your water supply because water will help you maintain good health. Water is the secret to good health. And a lot of people don't understand that. Water is not just for taking a bath. It's not just for washing your skin and washing your hair. Water is to cleanse you and detoxify inside of your body. I mean, water is the gold. It is worth more than gold for us because it's so vital to our existence. I can't emphasize enough. We are water dependent people. We need water to survive. And hopefully everyone can see water from a different perspective after this podcast. All right. Value water. You know, can you imagine a life without water? Unfortunately, we do have a lot of people globally that are living without water. Water scarcity. That means that they have a limited amount of water. Even though there's water all around us, but that water is not drinkable because it's not clean and it's not safe to drink. All right? So you just can't go out and just drink water from any place. You just can't go to a river and just drink water or a pond or a lake. You know, you have to be careful because there's also bacteria, natural bacteria that reside in these waters. And if you don't clean the water, you don't process the water, you definitely could get sick. A lot of people get sick. They get all type of waterborne bacterial diseases 
that can really, really make them sick to the point where it even cause them to die. Dehydration is serious. Some people can die, especially people who already have compromised immune systems. They can die because they're not properly hydrated. It's very serious. So we just talked about the necessity of clean and safe water. The benefits, the benefits that we get. Think about it. It is the secret to good health. If you think about it, I mean, wow, you don't need to go spend a million dollars to find the secret because water is the secret to good health. If you could do anything to improve your health instantaneously right now is to drink water. That will help your body fight infections. It will boost your immune system up. It will help you produce good chemicals in the brain and in the body that's going to help you be your best. Now, of course, like anything else, people can overdo it with water. People can drink too much water. Now, what is too much water? Is when you're drinking to the point where you're running to the bathroom all the time, you're peeing all the time. You know, I mean, it doesn't make sense. Or you're drinking to the point where it's just all day. You're sitting there with a water bottle all day, you're just drinking all day. That's unnecessary. You don't need it. Now, earlier we spoke about how much water you need. It depends on different factors. We already discussed that. It depends on your environment, your, your uh, activities, your gender, all right, the temperature, all right, if you're a child, if you're an adult. All these things are very important. So now let's discuss people who are vulnerable, okay? We do have people who are vulnerable to dehydration. Now we have certain groups that are very vulnerable. Now children, children need more water, you know, than anybody else. Their kidneys are not fully mature. So they're gonna retain more water. They're gonna lose more water than retain. That's what's gonna happen. They're gonna lose more water than retain because their kidneys are not fully functioning. And a lot of times if they're young, they can't really speak to tell the adults or their parents that they're thirsty, especially a baby. Some parents may forget to give babies water. Babies can drink water. Make sure it's clean and safe. Don't just give a baby any type of water, all right? Make sure that water is safe and clean because children can get waterborne diseases, all right? Bacterias, viruses, and all kind of other microbes can be in that water and it can make that child sick. So children are more vulnerable to dehydration because their kidneys are not fully developed and they require more water. All right, they lose more water than they retain it. Now the elderly, as we said earlier, because they're taking certain medication, they have certain diseases, you know, that put them at higher risk for dehydration. They don't recognize they're thirsty. And sometimes they have mental problems or emotional problems that prevent them from actually getting up and taking care of themselves. Now alcoholics and drug addicts, Okay, using drugs and alcohol can increase the risk of dehydration, increase urination, and loss of water. All right? And they could also suffer from vomiting and diarrhea, especially alcoholics if they have hangovers. 
excessive sweating, some drugs will produce excessive sweating, right? And they're already not practicing self-care, good self-care. They're not consuming enough water due to their addictive behaviors. In addition to that, they have poor eating habits or poor diets because they're not cognizant of what they're doing. They're so consumed by the addiction that they neglect their own nutritional needs. Now, another group that are more vulnerable to dehydration are the homeless people, okay? They're the homeless people. They're out there in the streets. They may not have access to water when they need to drink it. They're homeless, all right? And people with mental health problems. Sometimes they're not thinking, you know, they're all over the place, they're unstable, and sometimes, you know, they may not drink the proper amount of water, especially if they're taking medication as well and make them use the bathroom often, all right, and they're not replenishing the water. Now, people who have poor diets, people who eat a lot of junk food, processed food, food high in sodium, fast food, they are also at risk for dehydration. Athletes, people who work out a lot, excessive sweating and outdoor activities increase the rate of dehydration. If they're outdoors, they're exposed to the hot sun, okay, they're exposed exposed to hot weather, and that will definitely put them at risk for sweating and dehydration. People who are construction workers, people who work in the landscaping business, they're out there cutting grass, trimming trees, you know, working on construction sites, they're out in the sun. They're out in that hot, hot sun, excessive heat. So that can cause them to dehydrate. They are one of the groups who are at risk for dehydration. Outdoor adventures lovers, people who love to be outdoors. They're kayaking, they're hiking, they're swimming. You know, they just love to be outdoors. They're on the beach all the time. These people have to carry water with them. If they don't carry water, they're going to run the risk to become dehydrated, okay? So I just discussed some of the people who are more at risk for dehydration. So this is something that we really, really have to think about. Think about it. Because most of the time, we don't think about water. We don't think about the value of water. We don't think about what happens if we're not able to get water. If we're not given access to clean and safe water, what happens? So this is what we discussed today, just to bring it to everybody's awareness that if you want good health, the secret to good health is consuming the right amount of water for your body, right? Drink the right amount of water for your body. You know when you're drinking the right amount because you know how you feel. You feel better. You feel healthier. You feel more balanced. You feel more alive. You feel more energetic. And the minute that you don't drink water, you can start feeling it. The headaches may come. The sluggish, heart palpitation. You may have indigestion. There's different types of symptoms, so pay attention to your body, okay? Learn to be able to read the signals. Recognize the symptoms of dehydration. 
So you can immediately address your dehydration and prevent it from becoming severe. Water is the secret to good health. Thank you.